Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly, co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold, and co-host Army National Guard veteran Sean Claiborne. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. And today we have an esteemed uh, physician who is at the Jesse Brown VA, Dr. Augusto Alanto, attending physician at JBVA, a leading voice on COVID-19 vaccine issues. And today we will be discussing COVID-19 vaccine safety, efficacy, and issues related to hesitancy in receiving the vaccine. So welcome, 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 Dr. Alanto. Thank you very much for having me on your show. Oh, great. Uh, maybe you can lead us off and give us a, like an opening statement about what uh, COVID-19 is and how uh, you know, vaccine safety and efficacy um, really are rolling out now. We, uh, we've heard a lot in the media about that, uh, but give us an update on what's going on. Okay. So first of all, COVID-19, as we all know, is a virus that can uh, cause severe infection like pneumonia among mostly the elderly population. But um, uh, the younger people can also be affected, and uh, it's the cause of this pandemic that's been going on for over a year now. Um, luckily, we now have a safe and effective vaccine that um, have been uh, developed over, uh, over several months um, and tested over several months, and it's been proven to be safe and, and, uh, and effective. And uh, it's now available to everyone who uh, would want to get the uh, would want to get the vaccine, and I encourage everyone to uh, to get the vaccine. Yeah, you know it's really highly effective. And you know, I had a, a point where I was doing uh, some Zoom talks with people, and one of the reflection points I had was back in um, February on February twenty eighth, uh, uh, President Biden and. Uh, Vice President Harris were at the reflection pool in Washington, D.C., with the luminaries lit up, uh, you know, in front of the Washington uh, Monument. And they were, uh, you know, representing the lives of the people who had been lost. And the one thought I had was, what if we had had uh, a vaccine that was so effective, so safe, um, back in uh, the year 2020, uh, you know, in January, or back in uh, in 2019, um, with uh, in December, and people had actually been vaccinated, we actually would have probably lost uh, very few, if any, lives if people had been fully vaccinated. It would have definitely. I think it would have saved millions of lives. And um, mm -hmm. you know, one of the ways to end this pandemic and to get back to our normal lives the way it uh, the way it was is to is to get vaccinated. I totally agree. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so what, what is this thing about variants? What are those? So uh, the virus um, can be very tricky. Um, it can change um, so that our immune system uh, doesn't recognize it. Um, and so uh, the variants uh, that we see mostly in other countries are, uh, are pretty much that's what it, what it sounds like. It's a, it's a variant of the original virus um, that can cause uh, more infections and more severe infections. Uh, luckily, um, the vaccines that we have available um, work against the variants, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, you know we're also we're we're studying 
to see, um, you know, uh, how how well it works. But we do know that uh, that the vaccines uh, work against the variants. Oh, yes. Yeah, because I've heard of this before. You know, one of the ways I uh, sort of described it before was um, if, if I were in a rowboat in uh, Lake Michigan and uh, a wave hit the right side of the boat and then left side of the boat, I would sort of drift uh, from side to side. But if someone took my rowboat and threw it into an ocean, it would turn into an ocean liner, and that would become a major shift. And so what we're seeing right now is small changes, right? So that's why you were saying that this this, uh, vaccine that we have now seems to be covering those strains, right? Yes, yes, definitely. And, uh, you know, we are uh, – the manufacturers of the vaccines are also testing uh, uh, newer – uh, vaccines uh, to uh, to better protect us against the variants. Uh, we don't know what the results are of those uh, testing uh, of those tests yet are, um, but for now the, the available vaccines that we have um, uh, are um, should be effective against uh, against uh, most uh, uh, most of the uh, the variants. Fantastic. You know, one thing, maybe you can explain this a little bit more for us. Like, what are the, what are the some of the common side effects of being vaccinated? And then uh, maybe you can talk about what happens if you don't get vaccinated and you get ill from this virus. What what can happen to you is with hospitalization and, uh, you know, ventilator usage and that type of thing? Yes. So I'll, I'll talk about first uh, what can happen um, when uh, when you do get the infection from COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we all know that COVID-19 can cause serious uh, illnesses, uh, including including death. Um, the most common ones we see in the hospital when people get hospitalized are pneumonia uh, or lung infections uh, that can lead to uh, 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 ventilators. Um, and um, and uh, you know prolonged uh, illnesses, including I've also seen including people who have had um, uh, kidney uh, failures requiring dialysis, um, and um, you know neurologic events, um, significant blood clots, things like that. Those are what we hear in the news. Um, you know other less common things that we hear in the news that but can also be significant include um, loss of taste, um, loss of smell, and those could last for a long time. Uh, and so um, even, uh, even when people aren't uh, sick enough to go to the hospital, um, they can have long-lasting effects. Um, so they don't enjoy their food as much um, and things like that. And that's what I've, um, that's what I've seen. Uh, you know, it can also cause blood clots. Um, that, uh, uh, that are life-threatening. Now, uh, side effects from the vaccines, um, the most common ones that we see are redness and soreness of the arms. Sometimes we can get uh, headaches and fatigue um, and muscle aches, um, but those only last typically about two to three days. And, um, you know, when, when my patients uh, get side effects from the vaccines, um, you know, that's when we know that uh, our immune system is revving up so that we can fight against the infection. Okay, very good. Yeah, because I got, I got my uh, vaccinations myself, and I tell people, you know, when I got my first one, I had a little bit of soreness in my 
uh, left arm. And then when I uh, got the second dose, I had a lot of pain in my right shoulder because what I was doing yeah. was running for a Zoom meeting and hit my shoulder on a wall. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. I actually got the vaccination on the left side and had little or no, you know, side effects. And I've heard some people saying they had a slight fever or they felt, you know, under the weather for a day. But that, that pales in comparison to what you were talking about with being hospitalized and put on a ventilator, huh? Yes. And, you know, definitely, you know, I've experienced it um, uh, firsthand. You know, both my parents um, got ill from uh, from the virus uh, this past summer. And my mother was in the intensive care unit um, during the summer um, for a couple of weeks. Mm. And uh, when uh, she she luckily recovered Mm. when the vaccine was available, um, she took it. Um, and uh, her uh, side effects were mild, um, and she said that um, she would definitely get the vaccine any time over, uh, over, the, over the actual infection. Oh, my goodness. Well, Dr. Lanto, I'm going to give you a one-second uh, break to say happy Mother's Day to your mother, <laughs> and I'm glad she's still with us. <laughs> happy Mother's Day to, to my mom and, and to my wife. Answer your wife. Oh, you got there. You, oh, that's good. You want to have peace at home. <laughs> so let's get to, you know, what about the hesitancy? Some people are hesitant, even though we know the science of things. I always tell students, uh, remember that science uh, uh, never asks for you to believe in it, but it is incredibly unforgiving if you don't. So if you walk to the edge of a cliff and decide to take an extra step, uh, gravity doesn't care whether you believe or not, but you will be a believer at the end, at the bottom of the uh, cliff, <laughs> uh, by the time you get there. But uh, so, yes. so, what, so, what is the thing that you think is causing this hesitancy among people? So, when I talk to uh, patients um, who have um, some uh, hesitancy about um, getting the vaccine, one of the one of the uh, main things that I that I hear is that you know the vaccines were developed in such a short amount of time and were their shortcuts done. Uh, what I tell them is that there were no shortcuts done. Mm-hmm. All of the vaccines um, that are available uh, have uh, been approved by the FDA and have gone through the whole rigorous process. Uh, comp- uh, you know, um, the only difference is instead of doing it over several years, it was done over several months because a lot of the... Um, a lot of the steps were done at the same time rather than one after another. But uh, it had gone through, these vaccines that we have now had gone through all the phases that, uh, that the FDA requires uh, to be approved. And so it is as safe as any other vaccines. Um, uh, so, so that's my answer to that. Um, um, the other thing that I hear is that is there a lack uh, a lack of data, and there is excellent uh, short term and long term data. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the th- out of, of of the three vaccines that are available in the United States right now, had been tested. Uh, they have been tested in more than a hundred thousand uh, participants, um, and um, it's been shown that it's safe and effective. Um, it's uh, it's close to 100 percent for uh, preventing uh, uh, severe illness, hospitalizations and even death. Um, so, um, you know, uh, so that's that's the second one. I also I also hear that, um, you know, the vaccine can give you covid. Um, there is no live covid virus in the vaccine. Therefore, it cannot give you covid. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so those are the those, those are the three things. And the, the, the main thing that I'd like to, to stress is that the vaccines that we have available are safe and they are effective. And uh, not only will they prevent uh, illness from uh, the person who received the vaccine, but it will also protect uh, those um, who um, who have not yet received the vaccine. Um, so, um, so I mean, those are those are important things to uh, to remember uh, and uh, and um, and be vaccinated. Yeah, because you know, one thing, a couple of things, I always like to highlight too when I when I think about this subject. And it's, you know, people sometimes will say there's a microchip in it, and I go like, if, if there was a microchip in it, you might as well throw away your credit card and your cell phone because they already know where you are. <laughs> so no one wants to track yes. you through a, a microchip in a vaccine that's not part of the formulation for it. And uh, also, you know, we hear sometimes about the Tuskegee study that was uh, sanctioned by the, um, unfortunately, by the U.S. Public Health Service uh, back in 1932 to 1972, about a 40-year span. But the thing is, is that there's a misconception or, you know, misinformation, and we have to go to the right sources when we get information. Uh, But there's someone out there saying, uh, and had 17,000 followers, who said that, these men were injected with syphilis, and then they weren't given penicillin. They were never injected with anything. They were diagnosed as having syphilis and then not given penicillin. So for those people who feel that that is something that could be done to them, uh, not getting the penicillin is a treatment. It's a, it's a way, an intervention that can prevent you from having the natural unfolding of the disease. So by not taking the vaccine, you're putting yourself in the same position as those men in that study. Yes. And so, you know, I agree. I mean, so no, uh, there are no microchips in these vaccines. Mm -hmm. And also since 1932, um, we have learned a lot. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, uh, for these for these studies, um, there are strict guidance and guidelines um, so that, you know, each participant uh, would uh, would know what is being done to them. You know, at the Jesse Brown VA, we participated in the um, the Johnson and Johnson vaccine trial, yes. and um, you know, every step of the way, we were letting the participants know what was going on, and if there were uh, if there were um, uh, things that um, that were unexpected, we would also let them know. So they they knew everything that was going on, um, and you know, nothing was kept secret. Yeah, I went over, actually, it's the most scrutinized probably vaccine ever, right? And I, I was, um, you know, actually uh, in the military when I was going overseas, we get like four or five vaccines, you know, simultaneously. <laughs> and uh, it, it, we all survived it. I actually am glad that I did get vaccinated. Who knows where I'd be right now if I did not have that protection going, you know, to different countries. I went to about 23 different countries. And so I'm, I'm really grateful for the science and for the technology and the health care system that created these things. Uh, much of it came from uh, actually the research being done at VA systems, uh, you know, historically. So I'm, I'm just glad that we have this. But, you know, tell us, you know, at the VA, who can get, the vac- get vaccinated now? And wh- what does someone do to get the appointment to get vaccinated? Yes. So all veterans can get vaccinated now. All veterans, um, eight, uh, 18 and over, um, their spouses, their widows, and their caregivers, 18 and older. Um, 
they um, they would just need the spouses, the widows, and the caregivers would just need an ID, um, and they can call three one two five six nine five eight zero one to make an appointment. That's three one two five six nine five eight zero one. We have a um, a vaccine clinic at twenty two fifteen Harrison, and it's open Monday to Friday from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. and also every third Saturday from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. Walk-ins are also welcome between 9 a.m. and 2 p.m. on weekdays. And in addition, tomorrow we have a uh, Mother's Day vaccination clinic uh, from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. at um, 4259 South Berkeley Avenue. That's Comed Homan Health Center in the near uh, near North uh, Health and uh, if, uh, if someone uh, if someone has any questions for that event for tomorrow, the number is seven seven three five three three seven five two zero. Oh, fantastic! Excellent. Uh, you know, I'm going to get you to give that again in a moment. Just that same information, uh, so people have their pens and their <laughs> they're there. But any last sure. words you want to give? We have about two minutes to go. Uh, but you know, something that you feel is critically important for people to know: why is it so important to get this vaccination? Yes. So again, uh, this vaccine is, is, is probably the safest vaccine that's ever been developed. It's safe. It's effective. Um, and um, uh, the, the, one of the ways uh, where, that we can end this pandemic is for everyone to get this vaccine. And uh, uh, this vaccine can, uh, can, uh, can lead us to our uh, normal lives once again. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so I just urge everyone to get the vaccine. It's available. Um, it's available to everyone 16 and over. Um, and, uh, you know, and soon it'll be available to the children as well. Okay. And give us those numbers again, the phone numbers and the locations. Yes. So the Jesse Brown VA Vaccine Clinic, the phone number to make an appointment is 312-569-5801. And that clinic is in 2215 Harrison. Uh, and tomorrow, there's a Mother's Day vaccination event. Um, tomorrow is Sunday, May 9th, from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., and it's in Comed Homan Health Center at 4259 South Berkeley Avenue. If there are any questions, the number to call for that one is 773-533-7520. Thank you so much, uh, Dr. Lanto. You know, uh, I just want to thank you because you're fighting this uh, disease on the ground and now over the air. So we are really happy to have you with us, our partner, Jesse Brown VA Works. And we're going to be going on to a commercial break. Please stay with us. Stay with us. We have a lot. Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.